Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. The Prince's Huge Nasty Cursed Cock by Diamond King 666 Prince and Garand Valkalin de Montcharmant VI, or, as his friends called him, Prince Rand, or sometimes just Rand, evaluated the new pairs of trousers that laid on his lavish bed. Special pants had to be custom-made for him, because of his, gift. Like every other member of the royal lineage, he had been visited at birth by fairy godmothers, as well as the kingdom's malicious witch of the wood, who had laid a curse on every member of his family, ever since the days of Prince and Garand Valkalin de Montcharmant I. Rand's great-grandfather had been cursed with a forgetful mind and had died during a great fire that destroyed a third of the castle, after he had forgotten to close the oven when he went to cook himself some potatoes in the middle of the night. Rand's grandfather had been cursed with a weak constitution, dying of pneumonia at twenty. Rand's father was cursed with poor hearing, going deaf before he even had a full beard growing. The worst was that the Maleficent had always claimed that her curses were gifts. You will not hold any bad memories in your old age. You will be an excellent host. You will never hear any disparaging remarks from your people. Now a young man of eighteen years, Rand was straddled with a horrifying, monstrous dong. The dick of a donkey. He had overheard one of the castle's servants claim. His penis and his testicles were obscenely large, and he had a painfully strong libido. Every night, he had to relieve himself, trying his best to find a place to dispose of his monumental loads. He had recently opted to use the chamber pot, although it was barely big enough to contain the result of even one orgasm. He also had to take frequent baths, to avoid his crotch from festering, as his production of sweat and musk in that area was stupefying. Two days without cleaning and the stench of his enormous cock would stun a bear. It did have some advantages, however. Several serving girls and noble ladies within the castle, and a handful of serving boys as well, now treated him with adoration, hoping that the well-endowed prince might shag them in secret. But Rand's hand had been promised to the princess of the neighboring kingdom, Princess Helene Marie Dandermel. He had met her once and had found her incredibly dull and snobbish, but Rand was an honorable man and would do what's right for the greater good of his kingdom. He was still deciding on which pair to triumph first when news of his squire's whereabouts reached him. Yvonne of Arpence, his childhood best friend and loyal squire, had disappeared suddenly the night before. A serving girl had brought Rand a note that she claimed she had found in Yvonne's room. It was a message written by the loathsome witch herself. Meet me at old man Richard's cabin, deep within the royal woods, alone, or I will end your squire's life. Without delay, the honorable prince ventured alone into the woods, armed with his sword and bow, fully prepared to slay the monster once and for all. He believed it was his destiny to slay the creature, to save his royal lineage from her tainted yoke for the good of his family and the kingdom. He walked among the trees for three days, knowing fully that the stench in his pants would be unbearable upon his return. But he soldiered on, determined to find and rescue his friend. Old Man Richard's cabin had been named generations ago for a man that had died before Rand's father had even been born. It was more plants than house now, with thick leafy vines growing over the walls and a tree peeking through a hole in the roof. He unsheathed his sword and, with a war cry to make his ancestors proud, kicked the door open. Yvonne and an older lady looked at him with wide open eyes. They were sitting down at a remarkably well-preserved wooden table, sipping tea out of fine porcelain cups. Yvonne dropped his cup and turned to the woman. Take you for the tea, my lady. I shall now take my leave. He stood up and came to Rand's side. What is the meaning of this? The prince asked, feeling more confused than anything. She is actually quite a nice woman. She admitted to me that she never truly meant to hurt me, she just wanted to get you away from the castle. 
You know how your family can be, hot-headed when it comes to dealing with her kind. The prince looked at the woman. She had a warm smile, but he couldn't chase the feeling that this was some form of trap. I'll let you two chat. Yvonne said as he walked out, closing the door behind him. Prince and Garand, it is a pleasure to finally meet you. Although, we have met once before, but you were an infant, I doubt you remember me. She sipped the last of her tea. I am here to mend the bridges between us. Between my kind and your family, I mean. We have been at odds for far too long. A ray of light illuminated the witch, making her fair skin and bright blonde hair shine. Rand had heard enough tales about her that he couldn't help but expect the worst. Show me your true face, hag. I know that this is a glamour intended to charm me. It will not work. The witch looked at him with her head tilted sideways. You are right, prince. A subterfuge of the arcane kind isn't very polite. I apologize. She stood up and slowly, the air around her turned into thick black smoke. The house went dark, causing the prince to walk back into the wall, his sword drawn and pointing forward. He would not succumb to fear. He was a strong-willed man, the last descendant of the great house de Montcharmont, and he would never let himself be defeated by. The black cloud dissipated, revealing the true form of the witch. Although, with her impressive solemnity, Rand thought that the title of Evil Queen might have been more proper. She was tall. Taller than him, by a wide margin. Well over six foot, maybe even seven. Her wide form was covered by a skin-tight black dress of some rich fabric, silk perhaps. Rand's eyes glazed over the green skin and the thick shiny obsidian ram horns atop her head, for he was mesmerized by her massive, obscene curves. Fat tits that would shame a cow's udders hung from her chest, the lewd shape of her thick nipples peeking through the fabric. Her waist wasn't small, but it was dwarfed by her enormous hips and the prince could only imagine the chair-shattering rear behind her. The dress was open on the side, below her waist, allowing him a glimpse of her soft green thighs. His sword fell from his hands. The evil queen walked towards him, her tongue wetting her thick pillowy lips. She wasn't oblivious to the effect she had on the young horny prince. While he kept gazing at her luscious form, the massive meat boa in his pants uncoiled itself, growing harder with every step that the wicked enchantress took towards him. I've heard you've been engaged, little prince. Such a shame. I've met your betrothed, while walking around her city in the guise of an old woman. I have never met a more entitled lady in my entire life. And I've spent most of my long life messing around with kings and queens, so you know I'm an expert in snobbery. Furthermore, she bent down until her lips brushed against Rand's ear. You wouldn't want to be stuck with a boring flat stick, right? You would much prefer putting your naughty hands over the curvy body of a real woman, wouldn't you, little princeling? Go ahead, touch them. This is not an illusion, they really are that big. Rand moved his hands up slowly until he was touching the tips of her huge breasts. Her nipples were as thick as plums, and that comparison in his head instantly turned into erotic images of his mouth all over them. Her lips were now onto his neck and her hands slithered across his back, exploring the strong muscles as if she wanted to be able to recreate the sight of him with her hands alone. Rand hadn't even noticed when she had taken off his armor. Or maybe he had taken it off himself? It didn't matter anymore. She was the most attractive person he had ever seen in his entire life, and he needed her more than he had ever needed anything else. He didn't even have time to think that his pants were already on the ground and the tall green woman had her hand in his underwear. As soon as she pulled his waistband, the stench of his cock and balls filled the room. He was somehow used to it, so he didn't flinch much, but the witch's face showed great surprise. It's it's so, princeling, your musk. She had been holding him and pushing around until then, but now he watched in awe as this large woman fell to her knees, gazing at his thick bulge. As she unveiled his cock, the thing jerked forward and slapped her on the face, shooting thick white liquid all over her cheek. Oh, she uttered, sounding disappointed. Already? Her eyes looked up at the prince while she swiped the pale creamy fluid from her face, then back down at the humongous shaft. No, actually. The prince responded with a cocky grin. That's just precum. She gulped loudly. It is so big. I knew it would be bigger than average, but this is, this is monstrous. And those balls. And that horrendous stench. It does that when I can't wash it every day. The sorceress carefully grabbed the member with both hands and held it against her nose. Her green cheeks turned red and her eyes watered. As much as Rand had been bewitched by the sight of her considerable curves, 
It was nothing compared to the completely spellbound way she gazed at and huffed his huge sweaty donkey dick. This would be his chance, thought the prince. While she's engrossed by his fat greasy dick he could. What could he do? She was an unarmed old woman, kneeling at his feet. Killing her now would be dishonorable, whether or not she was a monster. Now that she was closer and at his mercy, he took a closer look at the woman. She wasn't the ugly disgusting hag that he had imagined his whole life. Yes, her skin was green, and yes, she had demonic-looking horns, but her face was motherly. She had little wrinkles around her eyes, smile lines, and a prominent nose which ran like a lot. Her long curly hair had probably been as black and shiny as her horns once, but now it was sprinkled by wicks of gray hair. But this didn't change the fact that she had bedeviled him at birth, as she had done to so many within his family. You did this, the prince accused, while rubbing her face with his dick. I did this, she admitted, moaning softly as his cock moved across her nose. You must serve a penance for the curse you've given me. With her eyes and nose still glued to his giant stinky cock, she nodded gently. Rand grabbed one of the witch's horns and placed the large tip of his cock against her substantial lips. She eagerly opened her lips for him, taking the head in until it hit the back of her mouth. Then, as her tongue slipped beneath his foreskin, she gagged and pulled out. W.H. What the hell is this? She exclaimed while slowly pulling down the prince's foreskin. Huge, yellow chunks of smegma surround the head of his cock, the cock cheese stench invading her nostrils and making her put a hand over her mouth. Yet, she still held the heavy shaft next to her nose, her eyes entranced by the sight while her nose twitched. Soon enough, her tongue was back on the thing, and she was scooping up large chunks of the semi-solid yellow filth, her eyes going from horror to adoration. As she swallowed the reeking clumps, Rand felt her crotch rubbing slowly on his legs. He was astounded to watch her go, her tongue lapping up more and more of his revolting smegma as if it was the ultimate meal for her. When she eventually cleaned the large head of his dick, she took it all into her mouth. Rand's eyes rolled back in his head as he felt her tongue rolling around his tip. He grabbed her other horn and started bucking his hips. The witch let out a gurgling sound when Rand pushed past her mouth, his giant dick slithering down her throat. The feeling of her sloppy mouth pussy around his meat entranced him, and he picked up the pace, fucking her throat aggressively while her chin dripped with saliva and her eyes watered. The smoky shadows under her eyes were slowly dripping down, leaving black trails over her green cheeks. Rand didn't stop abusing the witch's throat until he finally reached his climax, grunting hard while he emptied a huge load in her stomach. Her eyes bulged and she sputtered while he slowly pulled out, still more warm jizz erupting across her face and staining the bust of her dress. She had to take a moment to catch her breath, her windpipe still shaken by the massive intrusion that had occurred in her neck moments before. Prince, ah, uh, now, now that you are satisfied. No, witch. I don't think you understand. He shook his immense fuckpole, slapping her a few times on the cheek. She could feel the weight of it with every hit, and she could feel how hard it still was. It's going to take more to satisfy me. This curse that you brought upon me, it didn't only affect my size. The witch met his glare with apprehension, but she made no move to resist him. Not too long after, he had pushed her on top of the wooden table in the middle of the decrepit shack and lifted her dress. Rand had to stop for a moment, when he caught a glimpse of her drenched hairy cunt. Of course, the deviant enchantress wouldn't be wearing any underwear. Rand's hand fell onto the humid lips, then lifted his fingers to look at the sticky drool covering them. He had managed to stuff only half of his giant cock inside the witch's mouth. He was determined to insert his whole length inside her this time. Her puffy cunt lips opened for his shaft, letting his tip rub against her tight vagina. He slipped both hands under her dress and fondled her belly and her fat tits, while he slowly pushed forward with his hips. The witch let out a loud cry when he penetrated her pussy, and her thick legs closed around him, forcing him further inside. Her pussy juices seemed to have similar effects on him as his musk had on her, and soon he was thrusting inside her wildly, the cabin filling with the uncouth sounds of flesh slapping against flesh. The sorceress grabbed the front of her dress and pulled it apart, ripping it open to uncover her huge breasts. Rand watched the scene hungrily, then grabbed two handfuls of fat tits and brought her large dark green nipples to his mouth. They were much too big to both fit in his mouth, so he took turns sucking on them while he kept pounding into her warm wet cunt. Oh, prince! My sweet, lovely prince! Had he not known her better, he might have believed from her tone that she sounded enamored. Then again, he realized that he had never truly known her, 
his knowledge coming from stories shared by the people of his court, which had reasons to be biased against her. Your cock. She strained to talk, her body overtaken by lust. Your cock is so much better than I could have ever imagined. It is perfect. I've never felt more alive. Rand would have been furious at her words, if not for the fact that being inside her was also one of the best experiences of his life. As he ran his cock balls deep inside the domineering green queen, he couldn't help but feel that his curse might indeed have been a blessing. But he wasn't ready to admit it to her just yet. You like my cock? The giant smelly cock that you doomed me with. Do you know how hard it is to live with this hanging in between my legs? Oh, prince, I'm sorry, I'm Sadash. Her voice was cut short by a squeal of pleasure. She was orgasming on his dick. You will need to do better than that to make me forgive you. Uh -huh. Her eyes were rolling back into her orbits while she drooled like a dog, her mind lost to the ecstasy brought by the young prince's unholy cock. If you want me to forgive you, to forgive your sins, then you need to, too. He slowed down a little to leave himself some time to think clearly, and to make sure that she was listening to him. He grabbed her by the chin and made her face him. When they locked eyes and he got to gaze at her deep dark brown eyes, her long lashes fluttering while she was still half-dazed, the prince was struck by how gorgeous he found her. Even the trails of charcoal paint that had gone down with her tears only made her more attractive to him. Without thinking, he bent down and grabbed her head, pulling her into a deep kiss. Her breath was tainted by the scent of his cock, but he didn't care. If you want me to forgive you, he said as soon as he was done making out with her, you will need to do some things for me. She looked back at him with large hopeful eyes. Yes, my prince. Anything. If it means I get to be used by your huge stinky cock more, I will do anything. You need to break the curses you've put on my family. The curses? Don't play coy with me, witch. He thrusted into her until his balls were pressed firmly against her ass, making her moan softly. My dad's hearing loss, Uncle Hyacinth's hair problem, Great Aunt Aurora who's been asleep for the past sixty years, and Aunt Josephine's, fixation. No one in the family wanted to talk about Josephine's curse. Okay, I can fix their curses. But what about yours? If I break it and you become a normal boy like every other, then I have nothing to gain from the arrangement. Rand, the noble hero, knew what was the right thing to do. At least, he hoped it was the right thing to do. You can leave my curse as it is. He dared not admit to the witch that, now that he had found a pussy big enough to contain it, he was growing fond of his ridiculously oversized cock. And you must not harm my friends or the other people of the court. Do not worry, my sweet prince, I never had any intention of hurting your squire. You may have heard nasty rumors about me, but those were deceitful lies crafted solely to hurt my reputation. Rand nodded to signify that he understood her point. He felt a bit silly, arguing and bargaining with the witch while his dick was completely absorbed by her body. To feel less silly, he started thrusting into her again. Having sex with an evil witch and making her moan loudly like a gutter cat in heat was incredibly satisfying. Her large body was wonderful to toy with, and she looked so overjoyed as she took his dick, the prince had to stop himself from showering her with kisses. He didn't want to appear too romantic, considering his upcoming wedding and the fact that he still didn't fully trust the wicked witch. His loins grew more ecstatic as he approached his second orgasm. His hips buckled faster, which also made the witch's moans louder. He grasped her waist as he pounded her hard, then her own hands grabbed him by the wrists, and he felt her long manicured black nails against his skin as they both came. He pumped her womb full to the brim with his potent nasty nut sludge and she howled with pleasure. Their shared euphoria made the foundation of the cabin shake. Rand was bent over the curvy body of his romp partner, hugging her soft, curvy body while waiting for the butterflies to flutter out of his stomach. Ah, my prince. She cooed in a voice that made his dick twitch. Now, are you satisfied? Rand straightened himself up and gazed back into the eyes of the older woman, then gave her a wicked grin. She gave him a shy smile in response and then held her hands against her lips as she watched him excitedly. He fucked the witch's cunt three more times, each time forcing loud bestial sounds out of her throat while he ravaged her stretched out pussy. He fucked her on the table, on one of the walls, on an old, dilapidated bed that was more moss than mattress, and finally on the ground. After the fourth time, he could barely even put his dick in, because her hole was clogged with tothic baby batter. A remarkable amount of sperm had also leaked out of her cunt, staining the old wooden floor of the abandoned little house. Okay, prince. She stuttered weakly. 
I think you've had enough, now you must be satisfied. She laid a hand on her belly, which almost seemed to bulge from the obscene amount of sperm that was now inside her. Actually, the stamina endowed upon me by your curse is still not depleted. Be but my prince. This is too much. You have turned my vagina into a ruined gaping hole. Look how swollen and red it has become. It cannot take you any more today, you need to give my pussy some rest. The prince met her eyes. She looked exhausted, with wet strings of black and gray hair strewn across her face and drying lines of drool all over her chin. He nodded and she let out a satisfied sigh while her head dropped gently on the moss bellow. But then, the horny prince rolled her onto her belly and lifted her by the waist until she was on her hands and knees. P-Prince, what are you doing? Your pussy has had enough. Luckily you have other holes. The witch looked back at him with trepidation, which slowly changed to a look of conviction as she lowered her eyebrows. She turned her head forward and pushed her ass backward into Rand's hips. Her ass was divine. Rand wanted to fuck her again, sure, but gazing at the massive, perfectly crafted ass was such a delight that he might have stayed still to look at it for the rest of his life. He aimed his dick against the green butthole. But before he could try to push past the rim, the witch handed him a clear glass bottle that she had seemingly summoned out of thin air. If you want to put it in my butt, you're going to have to lubricate it a little. Rand nodded enthusiastically and then let a heavy dollop of viscous lube over his lady friend's asshole. Once he had finished rubbing her wrinkled hole, he pushed the thick tip of his cock against it. Her butthole was much tighter than her cunt, so much cozier. Rand couldn't believe how good it felt, and he ended up fucking her ass just as vigorously as he had fucked her cunt. He had no idea whether she would enjoy anal penetration as much as she had enjoyed their earlier intercourses, but the fact that she was moaning loudly meant that she at least enjoyed it a little. He pounded into her furiously until his huge nuts quivered again, and then shot his low deep into her bowels. She cried out as he did, her whole body shaking. Had she orgasmed again? Rand might have asked himself that question if his mind wasn't lost to the insane pleasure of his own climax. After flooding her guts full of potent nut milk, he fell back on his ass and then laid down on the ground, panting and happy. The light coming into the little cabin from the holes in the ceiling indicated that the day was close to an end. How long had he been here, fucking this old green creature? No, not a creature, she was a woman. Maybe she wasn't human but she was still a person. The witch staggered onto her feet, while long lines of thick white fluid flowed down her thighs. Her hair and her clothes were a mess and she had to hold herself against the wall for how shaky her legs were. So what now? Asked the prince, looking at the witch from the corner of his eyes. Your companion and you can return to the castle. I will approach you again. I do not know when, but it should be soon. I need to recover some ingredients for spells and potions. I shall come to the castle later and take a look at the curses on your family members. Rand got up and slowly put his clothes back on. He wanted to ravage the witch one last time, although he had a feeling that if he did, he would still want to do it one more time afterwards, and then one more after that, and so on until he fell down from exhaustion. And the poor lady looked like she was in no state to fuck again, as much as she had enjoyed all the activities of the day. Rand surprised her, and himself, when he gave the woman a kiss on the cheek. She looked back at him with wide surprised eyes, as if compassion was a foreign concept to her. She still had her hand on her cheek when he stepped out of the cabin. Yvonne sat on a rock, dubiously close to the cabin. He had absolutely heard every single one of the hag's screams and moans. The sideways smile he gave Rand confirmed it. Come on, lover boo. He jested while getting up. Let's get you back to the castle. A week had passed since the meeting in the cabin. A horrible, lonesome, contemplative week. Genevra, last lady of the now long-gone kingdom of Grande Cascade, walked in circles on the last floor of the highest tower of the abandoned carcass of bricks and mortar that had once been her family's castle. Crows and rats watched the witch carefully, as if afraid to be the next targets of her fury. She grabbed a rotten wooden end table and threw it out the window while letting out a furious howl that made the foundations of the old decrepit castle shake. She had done everything the prophecy had said and had waited centuries for this moment, but all she wanted to do was cry and destroy things. She had known for a long time that she would be able to seduce and marry the sixth man in the line of the Demoncharmant line. She had made plans to seize power, to take control of the kingdom and dominate it with an iron grip, but one thing had happened that she had never planned for, and that risked spoiling everything she had worked for all these years. She actually found the prince to be quite charming. 
Sure, there was the massive cock that had rocked her to her core, and the mere memory of it made her wake up every day since with her crotch completely drenched. But the prince itself was nice. She found herself thinking of his cute short hair, his piercing eyes, his hands across her body. And what the hell was that? That hellish scent? Was that really a consequence of her curse? The pungent mix of musk and sweat emanating from the prince's crotch was as horrendous as it was hypnotizing. It had almost overpowered her, and now she felt like she was going through withdrawal. And even his smegma. It was sickening, both its stench and its taste would make any sane woman empty her stomach, but somehow, she felt a ridiculous craving for more. No need to mention how humiliating it had felt to clean his stinky cock of all that appalling dick cheese, especially since the humiliation only made it hotter. Now she was horny again. How would she be able to puppet him and take over his kingdom if she felt such warmth and such desire as she thought of him? The crows and rats let out breaths of relief when the witch picked up her broom and jumped out the window. She flew towards her portal room, finding the one that would bring her directly to the stables of the prince's castle. Her prince. Taking the appearance of an innocuous serving girl, she stepped out into the hay, where her mind-controlled minion waited for her. You are right on time, mistress, whispered Yvonne. The prince's loyal squire greeted her with a wide smile. He had been the one to trace the portal here, allowing Geneva to quickly make her way within the walls. You've done good work, my dear boy. The corrupted squire couldn't stop himself from blushing. Breaking his will and tainting his mind back at the old cabin had not been easy, but her magic and her alluring body had triumphed over him. Prince Rand is in his chambers, mistress. Good boy. Keep up the good work and I might allow you to put your hands on my bosom. She made sure to use words like might and consider. Whenever she made promises to her brainwashed slaves, so that she wouldn't be lying when she gave them fantasies that would never happen. Oh, mistress, no, I would never dare. Excuse me? You and Rand were made for each other. I would never betray him by fondling his soulmate. The witch's throat went dry. Her magic was supposed to make her minions completely subservient to her, and only her. Yet this man still clung to some misguided sense of honor towards his friend. Why? Was the prince just such a great man that his friend was able to retain just enough sanity to keep some deep, platonic love for him? Then again, if Prince Angarin was to become her husband, she would want others to be loyal to him as W. No. The power would be hers, and hers alone. She did not want to share it with this lowly little prince. He would bend for her and sit on a throne by her side as a trophy and nothing more. He would be an adornment to her regime while she took hold of the kingdom and she would erase his family name from the history books. At least, if she managed to get a hold of herself and complete her plan, she could make that happen. Rand was about to get ready for bed when a knock came at the door. Yvonne thrusted his head into the opening, and waved his hand. Yvonne. The prince greeted him with a nod. Good evening, Rand. The cleaner you asked for is here. Cleaner? I didn't ask for a cleaner? Yvonne opened the door and a sheepish serving girl glided in from behind him. No, it's all right. I do not need any servicing tonight. Rand stated, feeling perturbed by this sudden sight. Yvonne looked out into the hallways, as if to check if anyone was around, then gave Rand a wink, walked out, and closed the door, leaving the prince alone with this unknown girl. Rand looked around, wondering if his room was so dirty that someone else had decided it needed cleaning. When his eyes were back on the girl, he almost let out a scream. Near the door stood the green-skinned witch of the woods. The peasant garbs had shifted into a sleeveless low-cut black and purple dress. Her lips and her eyeshadows were tinted in a deep purple that matched her dress and her dark nails. Hello, prince. Her voice was confident and strong, with a hint of sultriness. I'm glad to be seeing you again. Rand should have asked her about the curses she had promised to lift. Or he should have asked her why it was Yvonne that had led her here in secret to his chambers. Or he should have picked up his sword and slayed her where she stood to fulfill his destiny and protect the realms from her evil influence. But he did none of that. Not five seconds after seeing her in her true form again, he was kissing her against his vanity desk, pushing his tongue against hers and holding her tight against him. Oh, prince, she said in between deep, sloppy kisses. How are you doing this to me? Doing what? She gazed at him, looking flustered. Tell me the truth, prince. She paused, to make sure she had his attention. Did you lay a spell on me? Rand looked back at her, distraught. What? No. I don't do magic. Why do you ask this? She looked back at him, 
her chest rising and falling dramatically with her breathing. Forget about it. I have given you much thought in the last few days. He had almost called her a witch at the end of his sentence, but the more he looked into the wonderful pools of darkness that were her eyes, the more he wanted to connect with her and be closer to her. What should I call you? Which seems a bit reductive, I think. She bit her lower lip, which only made the prince want to kiss her again. My real name is Ginevra, but I do not mind if you simply call me witch. It is what I am, after all. Ginevra, Rand repeated. A lovely name for a beautiful woman. He kissed her on the lips while his hands explored her body. He had laid with her before and knew every curve from memory, her perfect gorgeous body forever embossed in his mind. Yet, rediscovering her was a treat he savored with joy. Her moans indicated similar enjoyment. Her lavish dress ended up on the floor as they made their way towards the bed. Rand pushed her on the bed, taking a moment to observe the naked green body in front of him. The WITC Ginevra laid on his silk bed sheets with a hand covering her crotch and the other attempting to hide her thick hanging nipples. Stop looking at me and fuck me, my prince. Her voice tried to sound tough, but the bright red in her cheeks gave him a different effect. As soon as he lowered his pants, he was hit with a wave of pungent musk. In preparation for her return, he had tried as much as he could to take as few baths as possible, just to make sure that his dick would emanate the strongest odor possible. If he thought the odor was remarkably fetid, he could only imagine what was going through her head. The way her mouth watered as her nose twitched told him he had done a good enough job. Tell me, Ginevra, what is it that you want? I want. She glared at his crotch, looking partly angry and partly turned on. I want to be. Her hands clenched into fists, and she licked her lips. I want to be your. Rand took off his underpants. The massive slab of flesh fell down, hanging below his knees and sending waves of pure, unadulterated dick stench into the witch's nose. I want your cock, she admitted, her eyes glued to the hefty thing. Rand held it up for her and watched as she crawled towards him. She pulled the leathery, greasy foreskin off, then froze upon the sight of his bare cockhead. The week of accumulated foreskin filth dwarfed the previous amount that she had seen and eaten. She traced her tongue over the thick yellow coat of putrid cock cheese and started moaning and humping the bed uncontrollably. Rand dipped two fingers into the creamy mixture and then shoved them into the witch's nose. The face she made back at him was worth all the gold in the world. Her grabbed her by the horns and stuck her face onto his crotch, rubbing her thick painted lips all over his hairy greasy nuts. She let out an intense cry into his crotch, soon followed by quick weak taps on his thighs. What is it, witch? She moaned something into his balls, unable to get any words out. He pulled her away to let her breathe and talk. I'm see coming, fuck prince, I can't stop. Please take it out of my nose, it's breaking my mind. Her eyes were rolling back while black tears streamed down her cheeks. But he simply pushed her back onto the bed and climbed on top of her. When she tried to reach her nose herself, he grabbed her wrists and then took off his shirt to tie her hands on the thick oaken bedpost. Then, he sat on her chest and put his nauseating cock right above her face, making sure to ruin her makeup by rubbing the sweat and musk cake pillar of meat. Putting a hand behind him, he touched the thick pubic mound, feeling how absolutely drenched her crotch was, then he dipped his finger inside her warm wet hole. Tea too much. She stammered. Stinky, disgusting. It's so thick, see can't smell anything else. I'm... I'm going to. Her loud moan seemed to indicate another orgasm. Turning around, Rand planted his ass right on top of the witch's distressed face. The witch didn't need to be told what to do and quickly let out her tongue to please her prince. She tongue-fucked his butthole greedily, enjoying the humiliation of the act. Whenever her tongue slowed down, Rand would slap her cunt. It worked wonders to keep her on her toes. Once he felt his ass had been properly served, he untied her hands and pulled her towards the side of the bed, until her head hung upside down next to the mattress. He pushed his huge cock past her lips, the tips still tainted with gross pale chunks, then pushed deeper and penetrated her throat. He watched with glee as her neck bulged, following his dick's root inside his woman's esophagus. While his huge stinking nuts slapped on the witch's smegma-filled nose, Rand couldn't help but think that this is the kind of thing he would never do again if he married the small uptight princess. It wasn't just that he wanted Ginevra anymore, no, he needed her. He needed this. He needed a monstrous, sacrilegious woman that would not only take his rancid cock, but also take delight in it. 
He kept plunging his bitch-breaking fuckrod over and over into the tight throat while groping her massive breasts, until he finally reached his tipping point. On top of not cleaning his thick cock lately, he had also tried his hardest to resist masturbating. The smegma buildup had been exacerbated by all the precum that had leaked out since his last masturbatory session. Rand's toes curled on themselves, and his hands grasped down hard on the witch's thick nipples, causing them to spurt out thin jets out of white fluid. Had he not been preoccupied with his whole body collapsing in ecstasy, he would have been in awe of the massive bulge forming on the witch's belly, as her stomach filled with an inhuman amount of thick nasty cum. Eventually, he pulled out of her mouth, causing a torrent of nut sludge to erupt from her abused face pussy, painting her face and pooling on the ground beneath her. She barely had the time to talk that already the prince was pulling her into the middle of the big fancy bed. This time, he decided to go for the asshole first, so he went and grabbed a large glass bottle from his drawer. He had kept it there in preparation for his next meeting with her. The green-skinned enchantress was barely coming back to consciousness when he bent her in half, pulling her ass up above her head. He uncorked the bottle with his teeth and plugged her ass with the tip, then watched as the clear oily content flowed down into her hole. He pulled the bottle out when there was still some oil remaining, to make sure that the hole's exterior was also well lubed. The bottle fell down onto the carpeted floor while he placed himself over the witch, lifting her calves over his shoulder and placing his scandalous pecker against her ass. She wiped the cum away from her eyes to be able to look up at him, with pleading eyes. Rand hesitated as he met her gaze. Was she silently asking him to stop? Please, Rand. She bit her lip. Ravage me. Ruin my body with your huge, disgusting, elephant cock. Rand's mouth twisted into a huge grin. He had no idea what an elephant was, but the way she said it implied some huge mythical beasts with massive cocks. He entered her asshole much more easily this time. When he went balls deep into her guts, he felt as if her intestine remembered him and hugged his dick snugly and joyfully. He kissed her vigorously, and she started moaning against his lips right as he did so. Genevra, he whispered, locking eyes with the wicked witch of the woods, the vile and evil enchantress that had cursed him and his forebears, the dark-hearted corrupter that had tainted his kingdom long before he had been born, the demoness that without doubt planned the fall of his family and people. But also, the woman he had fallen in love with. His cock was thrusting in and out of her stretched-out butthole and rearranging her guts as he pondered on that horrifying fact. Had he fallen for her right there? Or earlier when he was abusing her mouth? Or a week ago when he first saw her in the flesh? It didn't matter. He wanted her. He needed her. He craved her. He loved her. When he was balls deep into the decadent sorceress, everything else flew out of the window. Morals, honor, virtue, nothing mattered next to the thrill, the euphoria, the juicence of his green curvy witch. I. He picked up the pace until he felt himself close. I love you, Genevra. Her face froze when he said those words. Then, he grunted loudly and flooded her colon with near half a gallon of his creamy man milk, before falling on top of her in a loving embrace. The witch, her face still covered in dick goo, grabbed him tightly while his dick spurted out the last shots of sperm inside her. With a frail voice, as if she was about to cry, she babbled. I'm sorry, Prince Rand, I've lied to you. Rand, who had recovered quickly from his orgasm, looked back at the cum-covered witch. What do you mean? I've lied about my intentions. I wanted to steal you from your princess and make you marry me so I could take over your kingdom. She had tears in her eyes as she confessed. Why are you telling me this now? Because... She sniffed loudly, then rubbed away some of the smegma still encroached around her nostrils. Because I... I am also in love with you. I plan to seduce you and manipulate you, but I cannot do this to you now. A mix of sadness and anger filled her large, beautiful eyes, then she looked away. Rand grabbed her chin and turned her face back up, meeting her gaze. Seeing the firm look in his eyes, she seemed to melt in his hands. I knew all that. You, you knew? Well, you're a wicked witch that has worked her whole life against my family. I never once thought you had any desire other than conquering or destroying this kingdom. She looked embarrassed, but said nothing. When she tried to look away, he kept a firm hold on her chin, making her keep eye contact with him. I don't care about that. The prince told her. I don't care about the kingdom, or about my ancestors, or the people I have pledged to serve and protect. Being inside you, ravaging your holes with this cursed horror that you have given me, it is the most incredible feeling I have ever experienced. 
Nothing has ever brought me as much intense joy and pleasure as filling your wretched body with come life feels drab and colorless when your villainous being stands away from me. Her eyebrows moved up and her mouth hung open. Clearly, she wasn't expecting such a positive response from him. I want to marry you, he announced. I want you to be my queen. Really? Are you not afraid that I might lead your kingdom to ruin? I will ruin the kingdom myself if it means I can spend the rest of my life desecrating your unholy body. Her mouth closed and her lips quivered. This is the most romantic thing anyone has ever said to me. Together, Genevra, you and I will rule these lands. We will bring a new era of depraved darkness unto this kingdom. We will be feared. We will be loved. We will be worshipped. My prince. Her face was frozen in shock. No. My king. My gloriously wicked king. Her mouth curved into an abominable grin. With me by your side, we will not just dominate this kingdom, my love. We will subjugate the world. Rand kissed her deeply, then started moving his hips again. His monumental insatiable cock was already hard. Before long, he had emptied another load in her rectum. Then another. Then another. Then another. Epilogue eight months later. The old shaking farmer nervously held his straw hat in his hands. And my liege, it's... I... Yes, citizen, you may share your concern with the court. Said King Rand I, despot of the new kingdom of Grande Cascade. The peasant looked obviously uncomfortable, trying his hardest not to stare at the naked woman sucking on the king's balls. It was hard to say what shocked him the most, that this decadent act was done in the middle of court, that none of the guards or nobles around seemed to even bat an eye at the sight, or that the woman in question was a statuesque curvy woman with green skin and large coiled horns that shone like black onyx, who wore nothing but a jeweled crown. The ruined, gaping, swollen, well-fucked asshole protruding between her massive cheeks only added to the crude picture, especially with the river of thick white fluids slowly dripping out of it and pooling on the throne room's floor. Clearly, when he had traveled all the way from his little village to the royal castle, he had expected to be able to talk to King Angarin V, but that man was no more. There had been an early succession. It's just my liege. I brought a petition signed by the other members of my town's council. I know your royal decree has authorized other races to buy properties on our lands, but... His eyes were drawn to the king's crotch by the uncouth noises that had started. The queen had taken his enormous dick in her mouth and was loudly sucking on it. The old man looked around anxiously, as if he was hoping to see at least one other person that shared his shock. His apprehension only grew when he noticed that most of the noble lords and ladies were now watching their king and queen lustfully. But what, citizen? His eyes went straight back up to meet the king's gaze. Uh, it's just some of the goblins and orcs and ogres, my liege, they can be a bit. He struggled to finish his sentence. The gurgling sounds grew louder as the queen took more and more of her king's shaft down her throat. They have just as much right as you to live on these lands. The king's voice was ice, freezing the old farmer's blood as he stood. The old man, his skin growing pale and beads of sweat falling on his forehead, was about to say something else when the king let out a bestial grunt. The queen between his legs gagged loudly. The nobles were now kissing and touching each other, their hands slithering down pants and up dresses. They are quite vulgar. The old man finished. Vulgar how? The king asked while his queen gave his huge, bloated testicles a kiss. They have intercourse in the streets. Evidently, the old farmer was coming to the realization that the standards of vulgarity had been modified under the rule of this new king. He looked like he wanted to slip into the cracks between the stone tiles and hide into the floor until everyone forgot he had ever brought a complaint forward to the king. If a crime is committed, you can inform the appropriate authority within your jurisdiction. Otherwise, do not bother me with inane complaints. And respect your new neighbors. While the old man was escorted out, the green queen stood up, licking the cum and dick filth from her lips, then went to the second throne to sit by her husband's side. Few people could have looked so distinguished and regal after just having sucked a dick. As she sat down, she placed her hands over her large round belly. Soon, Queen Genevra would be giving birth. Triplets, the royal doctor had told them. She gazed at her husband, who met her eyes. I love you, she whispered, her voice almost covered by the moans of their sycophants. Not as much as I love you. The king responded with a huge smile. A new era of lewd darkness fell onto the kingdom. Wickedness took hold of the land and corruption filled the souls of its inhabitants. But the king and the queen? 
Well, them, they lived happily ever after, and so did their many descendants. The End This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.